Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Here. KM to 2 AM on The Fan. Let's do it, man. 877-337-6666. You already know what we're going to talk about, but maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. Let me uh, open up and set the table. Maybe you don't know. Maybe you're just getting off of work. Maybe you're just cutting the radio on now. Maybe you're listening to the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets. Ha! Um, You know where we got to start, man. NBA trade deadline day. Bum, bum, bum. We speculated for weeks, and the speculation hit a level of concern in this past week among the New York Knicks and their fans. And what I say as a fan is, and I'm not a fan of the Knicks, I think that's uh, well documented, but what I say as a fan of any team and, uh, you know, any any sport, any franchises, stay down till you come up and you want to be able to trust your organization. You, You want to be able to go to sleep at night and know that they're not inept, they're competent, they're smart, They're making the right moves. You can trust them. You can trust them. And once you feel like you can't trust them, you don't care. You stop caring. But when you do feel like they make the right moves, they're adults. They have your best interest in the front of their minds. Yeah, that's a a different feeling. And I feel like Knicks fans didn't have that feeling for a little while. So I say that to say this. You knew that Leon Rose, World Wide West, and the front office of the New York Knicks, they were going to do something. They weren't going to let this trade deadline pass without trying to improve this team. You knew that they made all the right moves to get you to this point, that you could trust them to make the right moves today. And I really think that they they did. I was waiting for the Nets to make a move as I'm a New Jersey Nets, now Brooklyn Nets fan. And the Knicks news broke before the Nets made any moves. And I said, man, they freaking did it. They've done it. And they didn't have to give up any picks. You still have your treasure chest of first-round picks. You bring back Alec Burks, a former Nick who your coach is very familiar with. He's very familiar with him and his system. Shams reported the Knicks receive Bohan Bogdanovich and Alec Burks 
from the Pistons for Quentin Grimes, Evan Fournier, Malachi Flynn, and two second-round picks. To hell with them second-round picks. You didn't give up anything that you need for this run. 877-337-6666. People are singing the praises of the New York Knicks now. I saw Zach Lowe was on TV saying that the Knicks are currently operating like the single smartest franchise in the NBA. Our very own BT got on last week and said, they're the best run franchise in the city right now. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? The laughingstock Knicks, the blow every lead, nobody wants to play for the Knicks, can't get the team right Knicks. Stay down till you come up. Eventually, they figure it out. And what I'll say about guys in the front office and, you know, sometimes they can be cheap as far as not wanting to pay guys, not wanting to give up picks. But I feel like these guys had a plan. And I remember just a few years back, we weren't sure of the plan. Draft night comes and you want to draft somebody. You want to draft somebody. And Maybe their plan was, hey, we haven't had a good history of drafting players Let's make some moves. Let's stockpile picks. And now when you think about the future, and the future is this summer. I can't wait for it to get warm. It's a little bit warm outside now. These last couple days, the sun has been shining. I guess Punxsutawney Field, the groundhog was right. Like It feels like we're heading to spring. But for the Knicks fan, you can't wait for the spring. You can't wait for the playoff run. Whether you come up short or you actually get to the Eastern Conference Finals Finals, What's going to happen this summer? You could potentially go shopping for that superstar player. And now the Knicks look more attractive than ever. 877-337-6666. No more, hey, KD, don't you regret not coming to the Knicks? No. Now, whichever superstar decides to jump on board with this team, with this unit, they're ready to go. So if you don't make the Eastern Conference Finals, which I'm not the host that's going to get on here and tell you what you can or can't do. I don't I don't know that much. I can't predict stuff like that. I watch just like you watch, and I've seen crazier things happen, right? The Lions made it to the NFC Championship this year. The Knicks can't get to the Eastern Conference Finals. The Knicks can't get to the Finals. When we look across the East and we think about the Celtics, who I thought the Celtics were going to be active. I thought the Celtics were going to be making a couple more moves. No, they feel like they're all right. In first place, obviously, they have a stacked team adding Chris Stapps, Porzingis, and Drew Holiday to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and what they already had, the nucleus that they already had. They're in it every year. They go to the Eastern Conference Finals. They're trying to get over the hump and actually get to the finals and win it. They obviously lost it a couple years back, but when you look at the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Philadelphia 76ers, and Bede is out and the Bucks bring in Pat Bev. We'll go through the the whole NBA trade deadline, the moves and different things, and we'll really take a look at this Eastern Conference. As I mentioned, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and we haven't really talked about the Brooklyn Nets yet. I mean, the Cleveland Cavaliers are playing like the hottest team in the league. And when you check the NBA standings, they are. They have an eight-game win streak. They are rising up the ranks, and they're the number two seed in the East, and just watching them tonight, I mean, the Nets didn't stand a chance. Shorthanded, the Knicks were shorthanded too. Got to tip my cap to the Knicks as I'm watching the Knicks on TNT. I'm like, man, iHeart gets hurt. They're down to like two bench players. It doesn't matter. 
there is just a, a different energy about these guys. Josh Hart, triple-double. They have heart. Literally, they have two hearts. They have Hartenstein. They have Josh Hart. But they have heart. Pride. Fight. Where you're facing Luka Doncic going for almost 40. You're facing Kyrie Irving who could go off for 30, 40, only had 16. And guys like Dante DiVincenzo do not care. Sending it. Shooting it. Josh Hart, like, hey, I can score a little bit. Triple-double. The rest of those guys, man, they're not going out there and laying down in front of the Garden crowd because now the Knicks fans are showing up regardless of the situation, regardless of the injuries, the trade deadline, players not being available. It's a packed house. They still put on a show is what I'm saying. Right? They had every opportunity to go out there and just lose that game and feel like they couldn't compete with the Mavs who had their full squad. And I know they lost and they weren't supposed to win, but I, there were points in that game where it was just like they wouldn't go away. So I tip my cap to the Knicks and the Knicks fans. Going back to the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Nets, I mean, I guess the first half the Nets kept it close, but I don't know. The, this Nets team was also shorthanded, and they're not good. They're not competitive. Like they, Even if they did have... Their full complement of guys, even if they had the guys that they traded for, like they're not, they're not good. They're not going to hang with the Cavaliers. That's the third loss to the Cavaliers. Uh, they lost opening night. They lost them out in Paris. <laughs> they lost to them in uh, in Brooklyn again tonight. Mikael Bridges goes for twenty six. Cam Thomas seventeen. Trendon Wofford gets some burn. Noah Clowney gets some burn. Keon Johnson. Uh, ben Simmons is hilarious. Ben Simmons a couple nights ago talking about how. I'm trying to swat like what it's getting a little warm in here. Why are there bugs in here though? Like it's winter time. Like I just tried to swat like some kind of fly. That makes me think there's food left over in here. And I have a sneaky suspicion there is. I always am bugged out in here about like I don't feel like 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 we clean it well enough in here. <laughs> not knocking our people, but that's not the first time I've seen a bug like that. Where, like, sometimes bugs like that are from food. Anyway, I'm I'm going off on a tangent. But, yeah, Ben Simmons, he's a bug. I wish he would bug off. This guy, a couple nights ago, talking about I should be a starter. I'm available to play. I'm most effective starting. Bro, he had such a low IQ bonehead play that I saw tonight, and I just laughed. <laughs> he was a minus 26 tonight. Ben Simmons was inbounding the ball. Or trying to save the ball from going out of bounds underneath his own rim. And he goes to bounce it off a of Karis LeVert, former net. And Karis LeVert just catches it and lays it in. <laughs> Low IQ play. Low IQ play. Uh, ben Simmons and Jared Allen get into it tonight. And they obviously have history, my Nets fans know, uh, from some years back. Even with Embiid, you know, the Sixers and the uh, the Nets when uh, we faced them in the playoffs. What year was that? 2018? 2019? Anyway, they just weren't going to compete, and I don't know what to think about this team. Jalen Wilson gets the start. Good for him, but I don't know what to think about this team and organization. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets did make some moves today, and I just wasn't expecting anything. So whatever they could do was fine. First order of business, get Spencer Dinwiddie up out of here. And how hilarious was it that Spencer Dinwiddie was in the garden behind the Mavs bench watching the Knicks tonight, just chilling, you know, taking it the game. I don't got to sit on that bench in Brooklyn or I don't got to play in Brooklyn. So I'll go watch the Knicks. I'll go go kick it with everybody else in the garden. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, you're hilarious. But, yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie gets traded to the Toronto Raptors for Dennis Schroeder, and uh, they immediately wave him. And there's some rumors that the Lakers 
might be interested. The Lakers didn't do anything. LeBron posted that uh, hourglass emoji like a week and a half ago. We're still waiting. But, yeah, uh, here's what the Nets did. You know, Dennis Schroeder comes in and Thaddeus Young. They just love having old guys come back. I was sure they might be interested in uh, D'Angelo Russell. But Dennis Dennis Schroeder comes over. I guess that'll be the, you know, uh, the point guard with this group. He uh, notoriously had a little back and forth with Kyrie. He, he's not a big Kyrie fan uh, from a couple years back. So Thad Young comes back. Uh, Keita Bates, Diop, Jordan Goodwin, three second-round picks. And uh, they send Spencer Dinwiddie, Royce O'Neal, and Harry Giles packing. Royce O'Neal to the Suns. Harry Giles waved. And I just I couldn't care less, man. I don't know. I got nothing for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, they, like, even with Sean Marks, I'm like, Sean Marks looks stressed. Or he looks, like, relaxed. I couldn't tell. I'm like, either way, I, like, it doesn't matter, man. This season is a wash. And they're talking about, oh, yeah, we're making moves for six months from now and, and the future and down the road uh, from now, whatever. It does not matter. I was thinking about the Brooklyn Nets, and I'm like, yo, the Nets are, like, the dude that, like, you know, finally, you know, pulls a baddie finally gets a, a good-looking chick and just doesn't know how to treat her, doesn't know how to keep her, and loses the one uh, bad chick that he ever had in his life and then just goes back to being, a, you know, striking out, bottom feet, and taking whatever he can get. That's the Nets in the last couple of years. They had the superstars. They had the they had the, the baddie. They pulled, they pulled the top chicks but didn't know how to treat them, didn't know how to keep them, and now they're back to being bummed. <laughs> Loopy on a late night, 877-337-6666. Obviously, you also heard the news on OG Ananobi. I'm going to stop joking around that Frank the Tank did this to him because it's actually kind of serious. So Woj and all of the other news throughout there that New York Knicks forward OG Ananobi had surgery to remove a loose bone fragment in his right elbow and will miss a minimum of three weeks. Procedure is considered minor, and he's expected to resume basketball activities. But, um, yeah, I'm going to stop making the joke that, uh, you know, Frank the Tank shook his hand, and that led to him being out because the guy had to get operated on, and he's going to miss some time, and the Knicks have to figure out how to stay afloat. That's why I think, you know, getting uh, Boyan Bogdanovich and Alec Burks, those two guys, they can score they're veterans. I think that you will be able to stay afloat, but you obviously need Brunson to be right, and uh, hopefully Julius Randle gets reevaluated and uh, he can come back sooner rather than later. We're definitely going to talk about the Super Bowl. We're another day closer to the Super Bowl. The NFL honors went on tonight. I, I saw C.J. Stroud, obviously rookie of the year. I saw... Miles Garrett, Defensive Player of the Year, and some people disagreed or had something to say about that. We'll, we'll talk about the, the NFL honors, the NFL awards. Uh, I saw Woody Johnson had some stuff to say, so we'll mix in the football conversation, and you know I always find a way to force that baseball conversation by the end of the night. Join the show. Call up. The number to dial is 877-337-6666. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. We're going to react to the Knicks' moves the Knicks trade deadline acquisitions, uh, injury news. We'll look around the Eastern Conference. We'll talk about their chances as we get close to the All-Star break and look into the second half. 
Uh, Nets fans, call me up and tell me how you feel about this team. I mean, I know most Nets fans are just like, I am. Like, what, I don't know. What, what, what do you expect us to say? What do you want us to do? What do you want us to think? Uh, this team is a joke, and so is this franchise and the owner and the GM. And I kind of feel bad for some of the players that, um, you know, just kind of have to go through the motions. But we'll go through the motions with the Nets and talk about them tonight. But I'll mix in conversation around everything else. It's a sports talk show, and we won't just stay on one sport. This is Keith McPherson on The Fan. Let's break it down, and I'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. New York, rock with me, man. KM to 2 a.m. as I get situated for the next three hours. Drive safe wherever you are. Uh, if you're home safe already, get comfy. Knock yourself out, literally. Pass out to the smooth sounds of myself and our fans that call the fan at 877 877- 337-6666. I got to report a couple things coming out of the NFL honors. You might have heard my rant about how Brees Hall should have at least been nominated for comeback player of the year. Well, Joe Flacco won it. And there are people actually complaining about DeMar Hamlin not winning it. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? <laughs> Joe Flacco, I get it. He came back from the couch. He came back from being literally out of the league and I understand it. Baker Mayfield finished third with 93 votes. DeMar Hamlin second with 140 votes. And Joe Flacco barely with 151. Brees Hall should have been nominated, though, man. I don't know. Lamar Jackson, obviously, MVP, MVP. But another fail. Another disappointing end to an MVP season. 
And uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep an eye on on some of that. Um, you know, through the night, I'll, I'll get the rest of the awards. Um, I'll just go through them now. While I'm on it. Head coach of the year, Kevin Stefanski. I think we all kind of knew that. Offensive player of the year, Christian McCaffrey. Tyreek, for a little while, we thought might be there. I think I already told you, rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, C.J. Stroud. Defensive rookie of the year, Will Anderson Jr. And that'll be a trivia question in a few years because back-to-back years, we have the same team draft the offensive and defensive rookie of the year. Remember when the Texans played the Jets and I drew all those parallels between the two franchises? There's another one. And yeah, Joe Flacco, comeback player of the year, Lamar Jackson, MVP. 877-337-6666. We got to talk about the Knicks and the Nets and the Knicks and the Nets. Limo driver Ed, what's up? You're back on the fan. Hey, my brother, good evening to you. Good evening to you. Well, listen, my brother, that he has, <clears throat> they were just so used to talking about the bone that's in his elbow. <clears throat> well, me working for Comcast Xfinity for 40 years, both my knees with arthritis really bad. Uh, both elbows got bone spurs in them, which I have to do. And my doctor told me when I was just there getting my shot in both my arms, he said he only can do one. I'm operating. He's talking about me being out for four months. All right? After everything done. Because, you know, with me now doing the limo and picking up luggage, that's hard to do, but I deal with it, you know? But I understand. I'm shocked. Because I don't know if he had bone spurs. They said bones, but if they ain't bone spurs, that, that's like up to four months. Yeah. Rehabilitation and everything. It's just crazy you know? to trade so, for a guy and then this comes up, too. Just the timing sucks, but I think he'll be well, all right. Well, let me ask you a question. Is He had to have that problem when he came to the Knicks. It just didn't grow overnight. He had that problem there. Yeah. That's not an overnight thing. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a Brian Cashman so, move. Trade for a guy and not check the medical, physical. That, listen, that's what I'm trying to tell you right now, brother. That's what that is. That is not an overnight thing. That's been lingering for a long time until it flared up. Or well, someone hit his elbow really in a bad you know, way. Get it right you know now and hope that he's back and better for the run through the playoffs. That's what I'm saying, brother. Well, you know, I looked at the Knicks tonight, and, um, you know, to tell you the truth about it is, the way they played tonight and, you know, the guys they got and only had two guys on the bench, hey, if they get a full staff team and the trade they did today, we're going to see what's going to happen, man. You know, I got to give it to them. They didn't, they, they, didn't, they didn't stop playing. And who's that kid, man, hitting all them threes? With DiCenzo or something like that? Dante DiVincenzo, yeah. the pride of Delaware. Delaware Jordan, the big ragu. Now, when he, he just came out and he's a rookie, or he oh, hell got no. out of college? Mm-mm. He was, oh, he's okay. been with the Warriors, the Bucks. He came out of right. Villanova. He played at Villanova with Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart. Okay, well, I'll tell you one thing. This is what the Knicks haven't had in years. They got somebody that can score some threes. That was the Knicks' biggest, biggest problem. He's a shooter, he and, never and had he's, not, he's not shy yeah. about it. He's not shy about it. No, he's not. He's not. Like, well, hey, man, let's just see what happens. But, you know, I'm on my way home now, man. I just had to check in with you. That's all. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Thanks for the call, Ed. Yeah, Dante DiVincenzo was also with the Kings for a little while, a very little while. He was um, drafted by the Bucks, and, um, I mean, he, he's found a home here. <laughs> so, like, with the moves that are made, he can go to the bench. And then in the playoffs, when you need that three-point shooting, shooter, 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 you got him, you got Bo, you got Burks, you got Brunson, you got Randall. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. 
6637-6666. Josh and Passaic on the fan in New York. Hello, Josh. What's up? How are you? Good, Keith. And how are you doing? You know, I'm all right. I'm just, you know, counting down the days till the Super Bowl ends. And then, like, this time next week, Aaron Boone will, you know, have his press conference at spring training. One of the Yankees will probably get hurt, and we'll have something to overreact about. So first, like, I'm with you also. It's an uh, honor. Like, I like I think it was right for Flacco to win it because Hamlin, obviously, he had, well, he had where he went out into cardiac arrest. He had his whole thing. He came back. But it's not like he really made an impact this year in any which way. They he was threw inactive. him in a few snaps. Like, Flacco actually came back and he took over the team. And then, whatever, he was a kind of a disaster for the playoff game. But before that, he helped them reach there. Yeah, like, and, yo, I get it. DeMar Hamlin's story is crazy. But, like, and this might be a take that people don't want to hear. The NFL, they, they, they've kind of milked that story, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, they put him so front and center. It, w- it was... It could have been really tragic. It was a rough experience for all of us watching that game. I remember that game ended, and I had to drive here and be the first one on the fan, and nobody prepped me for, like, how to talk about that or how to handle that. But, like, you can't give him comeback player of the year just for existing. Like, it's an award based on how you play. Brees Hall came back from a torn ACL and was the fourth leading uh, rusher, receiver, fourth in all-purpose yards, didn't even get nominated. Joe Flacco coming off the co- uh, the couch to lead the Browns to the playoffs and break records while, while doing it. Yeah, the, the, vote, the, the votes had to go to him. DeMar Hamlin, and I said this in my rant, what are we going to remember about DeMar Hamlin's season? The stupid Bills faking a punt to him with the game and season on the line that failed. Oh, yeah, that's the playoffs forgetting about. It. And, like, you know, the other three times he came in and they showed him and you know, everybody started clapping for him. And so for also with the devil snipe, I mean, that was rough, right, where they had the open net and I couldn't poke it in and they go around the, around the other I end. I wasn't going to speak on it. Jack came back tonight and um, I went to the game Tuesday thinking Jack would come back Tuesday. And I'm glad I didn't go tonight because that would have been disappointing. And then I would have had to drive over from Newark to here after that. But, yeah, they kind of spoiled um, Jack's return. 5-3 um, loss tonight after the Devils had won 5-3 two nights ago. And I was wrong about the power play still over two. So I wonder when they're going to yeah. break through that. But it's like, but on the other end, though, like Vanjack still can't put up a good game. Like, like, when's he, like oh, he's un- under right. nine. Right can't away. Like, anymore. The- the devil scored, and then um, they gave it right back. I don't know. that We need these games. The Devils need to make a push right now. That's that's a team that I thought that they were going to be able to handle tonight um, with Jack back. And uh, you, you know, you win some, you lose some, but it's time to really like win more than some. And then with the Nets, so first I was glad to get rid of Dinwiddie. I mean, I would have taken anything back for him, like even just nothing. But I guess no, the NBA makes whatever you have to put a trade back. So it's good to get Schroeder. You know, he's a good role player. And then to get O'Neal for three worthless second-round picks. But I thought we were trading Finney Smith. What happened to that? They don't want to get finessed. They don't want to get fleeced. And the Dallas Mavericks probably didn't want to really give up enough for him, so they're, they're just going to chill. They're going to hold him. I don't know. We'll see what happens uh, in the draft that they want to trade him at the draft. Nets fans that are on hold, stay on hold, because I can't wait to talk to you. We could talk Nets 
right after this. Coming up, my Casamigos big shot of the night. And ESPN Bet is now live in New Jersey as the official sports book of ESPN. ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sportsbook bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present within the state of New Jersey to participate. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome. The Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Tonight's Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is a double shot. And we got to go out to UBS Arena. The Isles handling business tonight, scoring six goals. Absolutely dominating the Lightning. The Lightning get roughed up. And we got to split this double shot between Bo Horvat and Matthew Barzal. So I wanted to give it to Dante DiVincenzo or maybe even Josh Hart, but I can't. I just try not to give it to losing efforts. This is New York. We got to be fair. We got to spread the wealth, spread the uh, tequila. And uh, I felt like the Isles fans would enjoy that. They won. The Nets lost. The Knicks lost. And even though DiVincenzo and Hart balled out, uh, you got to give it to Bo Horvat and Matthew Barzal. So there you go, Isles fans. Call up. 877-337-6666. How you feeling about your squad and your chances this spring? Coming up, I mean, when I look at the standings, you just heard me talk about my New Jersey Devils and how it's time, it's time, it's time. Right now, the Devils are in the sixth spot. The Islanders are in the fourth spot. And, of course, your New York Rangers are holding up top at number one. Now, I got to talk to this Nets world. I got to talk to the Nets fans that have stuck with this team from Long Island to the Meadowlands to Newark. They played in Teaneck. I think they played at Rutgers. Now they're in Brooklyn for the last 11 years, and we're right back to being a laughing stock again. We're right back to being embarrassed again, and we're right back to not caring about the team. And I remember so many years of my Nets fandom being like, yeah, I'm a Nets fan, but I root for Kobe. Shout out to Kobe and Kobe's family and the statue going up. Yeah, I'm a Nets fan, but I root for Braun. Yeah, I'm a Nets fan, but I root for KD. Like, I actually used to say that before KD uh, went to the Warriors. I'm like, yeah, my favorite my favorite player in the league is KD. I'm a Nets fan, but I'll be watching KD. <laughs> like, as a Nets fan, when I was a little bit younger, I couldn't 100% su- like support the Nets and tell, oh, what, what team you like? What, what team you a fan of? The Nets. And, and now, as a Nets fan, it's the same thing. Like, I feel bad for my Nets fans that like just like basketball and the team that they chose is the Brooklyn Nets and it's miserable. Vince is out in Brooklyn on the fan in New York. What's up, Vince? How you doing? Thank you for taking my call. I've been um I've been a Nets fan for longer than you've been alive. I've been a Nets fan for about like fifty years. Since the uh the old ABA days. Uh, you know, Julius and, and everybody else. And, uh, you know, Billy Pauls and those guys. Yes, sir. Listen, um, what I can say is that what it took for the Nets to, first of all, become 
an NBA team was crooked. Yes. Okay. And if you if if you if you know the situation, a lot is about selling Jewish Jewish's uh, 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 contract. Yep. To, to the to the to the Sixers. And this and that, because and it was only because the Knicks did not want a a, a badass team right in their backyard. No, of the, Knicks, the Nets had just won two back to back ABA uh, uh, championships, all right, and they were going to be the baddest thing in the NBA. All until there's only three teams that came into that: the the, the Nets, the the Pacers. And the uh and and the Spurs, right? That came that came that that got in, that got into the um that got into the NBA was not a problem. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, all right. We uh we we've been we've been disrespected for a whole bunch of years. Uh, management has not been all that great. Uh, there has been management at times that has that could have uh uh put a a a a good team on the floor and it didn't happen um you know you had the russian the russian family that that bought the team and yeah. the family, everything uh, everything it, things could have things could have been better and um and not only things that have things could have been better but the nba could have taken a a, a, a hand and made my team look good because I've been. Sure. In, I'm, I'm telling you, Julius, number thirty-two, not six for the uh, for 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 the Sixers, thirty-two for the Nets. Right on. I want and I want I want that jersey. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So listen. Thanks for the call, Vince. Uh, just gotta let you go, bro. I'm a Nets fan. I know the history. It's not fun for me to hear. It's not fun for any of the listeners to hear. It's miserable right now. But let's try and talk about modern day. We can't go back to the New York Nets, right? The bad blood runs deep. That's why the New Jersey Nets came back to New York. They probably could have went to Brooklyn and called themselves the New York Nets again. Instead, they took Brooklyn and put Brooklyn across the chest. And I actually felt some type of way about that, being from the Garden State, right? I felt like they tried to alienate the New Jersey fans and the New Jersey name. And it was all Brooklyn rebranding. And you can... Put lipstick on a pig. You can dress it up. You can do all this stuff. It's still the same miserable Brooklyn, New York, New Jersey Nets. Luke is down in Point Pleasant, New Jersey, not far from where I'm from. What's up, Luke? Yo, yo. Just leaving the game. Man, I have been a Nets fan since the Josh Boone, Keon dueling Sunday out of games <laughs> days. It takes a lot to embarrass me. Man, I was so embarrassed in the second half. That was brutal. Yep. You know, they come out, they're down by like four. You blink an eye and they're down by 30. They didn't do one thing right for like a stretch of like eight minutes and then just kept doing it over and over again. They like got yeah. no point did anything I, I change. I'd fire the you know? coach, Luke. I'd, I'd tell the coach, hey, bro, you've had too many of these. you got to go. It's time, man. And I was like the last Vaughn supporter because like, A, anybody looks good after Steve Nash, who's like my nemesis. <laughs> and then – be like they were overachieving. They went in a couple big games. I'm like you know what? I think he's earned it. Like no matter what, I said earlier in the season. I said no matter what happens, he's earned this job for like the rest of the year and then next year. And I, I changed my mind on that because this is brutal. The Clippers' loss was brutal. This uh, loss, yeah. there's no reason if they're a playing team to lose like that. I think it's time. Like I'm finally like ready to let go and let that ship sail. But they had during the game they showed like in our newest net, Dennis Schroeder. I'm like holy crap, he's here. 
and they show him. Dude, he doesn't smile. He doesn't wave to the crowd. He looks miserable. What I'm a like, fall oh. from grace. He had the bag to stay in L.A. with the Lakers. I know. Fumbled it. And now look That's where not- life has brought you. <laughs> Like not the most net thing ever. Like their new shiny toy is miserable to be here. And then the last thing is like, man, I don't know. Sean Marks just believes in driving a car with three wheels, but he just refuses to sign a center. Like I don't understand. We got out rebounded by like fifteen, and part of that's just the way the game goes. But like he just, it's like he just. We can't even keep a body on the bench. I'd rather have like David Duke there, who's never going to play, instead of like somebody who can change the tempo and put a big out there. I don't understand why he just refuses to sign a David center. Anyway, Duke. It's, <laughs> is David Duke it's, still on the team? I have no, I, no he's not. I, no idea. I didn't know the starters. I didn't know who was starting tonight. And I, and I really follow this team. I was like, I know David guy? Duke Jr. is not with the Nets anymore. But like, it's, it's it doesn't matter. You're looking at it doesn't matter. you're looking at uh, Trendon Wofford and Jalen Wilson and Noah Clowney. These guys that were drafted, and the the biggest joke of it all is that Ben Simmons is making forty million dollars. <laughs> I know. I know. Anyway, I'll, I'll be suffering along with you for the next uh, who knows how long. But you know what? I still love them. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Luke. I'm not changing. I'm not switching up. You know, I had somebody call the other night, and they're like, yo, you're missing out. One's on the clock. I wish the Nets were better. I wish for a better future. But, I, you know, I don't. I can't trust them. And I had somebody call one night and said, you're, you're missing out on this Knicks run. It's, it's not too late to switch. What are you talking about? I'm a grown-ass man, dog. It's way too late to switch, especially the way – that I've been on the internet and on the radio and on podcasts, like, nah, I'm, I'm never switching up. There's no set tripping. You should never switch sides. I know Frank the Tank did that, but <laughs> that's not cool. Stay down till you come up, man. Stay down till you come up. The Nets, hopefully, will figure it out, but most Nets fans just don't feel like they're ever going to figure it out because it's come in so many waves, right? Vincent Brooklyn took y'all back to the ABA days and how crooked that whole thing was, right? There's so many just, like, low points in this Nets saga. Man, even when they were good and getting to the finals, like, who you draw in the finals? You don't have a chance to beat Kobe and Shaq. You also didn't have a chance to beat that Spurs dynasty. And that was probably the only shot that you really had, right? You just saw KD and Kyrie come back to Brooklyn, and they didn't want to talk about the coulda, woulda, shoulda hypotheticals of what if KD's foot wasn't on the line? What if Kyrie didn't sprain his ankle because Dirty Giannis didn't give him space to land? They're over it. They're moving forward. They're trying to win with their new teams and their new franchises, two franchises that have been better than the Brooklyn Nets, the Dallas Mavericks, the Phoenix Suns. Come on down, KD and Kyrie. Join Devin Booker. And Luka Doncic. That's why I made the analogy before about the Nets, right? They're like the dude that finally pulls a 10, but then doesn't know how to treat her, doesn't know how to keep her. That was your one shot. That was your one shot. Now you're back to swiping and uh, (laughs) matching with sevens on your phone. Then you meet them. They're fours. (laughs) Avi is in Long Island. On Long Island. What's up, Avi? You're on the fan. Keith, I got to, it was, first of all, it's great to talk to you again. I'm with my two beautiful daughters in the car, Gabby and Talia, and I got to cheer everybody up over here because, Keith, all I'm hearing is, like, sad talk about the Nets tonight. It's like we're mourning someone's death, and yes. Tell me anything. Pathetic. Tell me anything Listen, to cheer my me daughter, up. My daughter, my daughter, we're celebrating her eighth birthday. Talia, 
You want to say hello to Keith? You had a good time. Hey, you had a good time at Barclays Center? Did you get a T-shirt? No. We didn't get a T-shirt, but we hung out. What did we do, Gab? We hung out with who? With- um, we hung out with our cousins, but we were all, like, separated and, like, yeah. <laughs> We're going to get a refund from StubHub because they said, oh, six seats together. They weren't together. Oh, but good. Good. Get that a, money. We all had a, still had a great Keith, good, we good still dad. all had a great time. Yeah, good dad. Yeah, we still had, we, thank you, buddy. We still had a great time together. My brother-in-law drags me out to see the Nets. I figure, okay, you know what? It's Talia's birthday. We'll all go. But you know I'm a Knicks fan. And watching this Nets team is like, watch it. I don't know. I don't even know. I, I feel like I should be paid to watch them. Like, why am I paying <laughs> to watch this? <laughs> yeah, the Nets, the Nets should is kick you a refund as well. The Nets should, they should, oh my uh, God, they should cash out, Venue Jeez. something. Venmo you something for Jeez. sitting through that. It's pitiful. They're, they're oh not, they're not pitiful. an NBA team right now. Are the, net, are the Nets still in the league? Oh like they, they look like a G League team. They, and they had a bunch talk, of G Leaguers and rookies playing. Team. Yeah, who do they have? They have three players. They have Claxton. They get rid of Dinwiddie. They have Claxton. They got Mikael Bridges. Um, I feel bad for Bridges. Mikael Bridges. <laughs> ben yeah. Simmons is a joke. Cam the Thomas, Nets still in the league. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Cam Thomas is uh, a good little player. Cam but Thomas. I, I know he's, he's a out good of player, it. but he's hitting this. Can we talk real? Can we talk about a real team right now? How about the New York Knicks, baby, making the blockbuster trade, not dumping out our picks. We didn't even give up anything. We gave up a bag of balls, absolutely nothing. Second round picks for Beige Bojan Bojanovic, whatever his freaking name is. Former Brooklyn Nets, Boyan Bogdanovich. We got a good team now. We got a squad. We know. Yeah. Before you asked me a month ago, could we go against Milwaukee? Could we go against Boston? I would tell you, no, nah, we're not going to beat that. Much you know has what? changed. I think we got a shot. <laughs> yeah, much. We got a shot has now. Changed. Girls, well, what do you think? Nick's all the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I gotta let you go. Yeah, get out of here. That's hilarious. That's a good one. Like, uh, good dad taking your daughter out for her birthday to an NBA game. <laughs> The, the tickets to get into Madison Square Garden to see the Dallas Mav Knicks versus the Knicks tonight were probably three times as much. And that's what Barclays Center has become, right? There's birthdays, there's group outings. Like, I watch on League Pass, and they'll show, uh, you know, the upper level, the nosebleeds, and it's like, uh, tonight the Boys and Girls Club of uh, Canarsie is in attendance, and the New York Urban League, and... Uh, City Technical Institute of... That's that's who's in there now. That's who's going to the game. That's why I made the joke. Did you get a t-shirt? Did you at least get a free t-shirt at the door? Or a t-shirt cannon? Because there's no real fans pulling up there to root for this team. And the ones that are that got finessed and bought season tickets are miserable right now. And are wishing that they didn't have to go over there right now. And are hoping for better days. And maybe the team plays a little bit better with the trades, but... It's sad what this Nets world has become. They built this Nets world on the backs of KD, Kyrie, James Harden, and the little run they had over the last four years. You get a lot of fans in the building. You get a lot of fans to buy your merch, your different jerseys, the Basquiat jersey, the Cause jersey, the light blue 1991 throwback jersey, all the hype. And then you mismanage it. Like I said, you pull a 10, but you don't know how to treat her. Now you're back to swiping sevens, and then when you see them in real life, they're actually fours. So 
that's where they're going to be. That's where they're going to be. But that's, hey, cheap ticket in town. You want to go see an NBA game? You want to go see Donovan Mitchell? You want to go see Jared Allen, Karis LeVert, Evan Mobley? It's it's uh, a third of the cost to pull up to Brooklyn and uh, go see an NBA game. But, I mean, fans like myself, I think I've been to three games this year. Two games, opening night and um, the Knicks game with, with Evan and, and Tiki and, and Lugie. I'm not pulling up. I'm not going over there to be miserable. For what? They're embarrassing. And as fans, the way you push back is to not show up. So, Avi, I hope you do get a refund from SeatGeek. And I'd write to the Brooklyn Nets, too. Like, I came to see an NBA game, and you guys rolled out a G League squad. I want a refund. But, yeah, happy birthday to your daughters, man. They're Knicks fans. That's hilarious, right? <laughs> let's talk about a real team. The girls in the back are like, yeah, let's go Knicks, as, as they're leaving Barclays Center. <laughs> 877-337-6666. We're talking Knicks. We're talking Nets. Keep McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Tuning in. Thank you for calling up. Thank you for listening in your car or the free Odyssey app or maybe the desktop, whatever. Keep McPherson on the fan. KM to 2 a.m. Before we get back to the conversation around our basketball teams, I got to take a couple shots at Woody Johnson. So right now on WFAN.com where you can listen to the show, there's a little article under top stories. It says, Keith, that's me, not... Keith Hernandez, it says, Keith, Zach Wilson better suited for success with anyone but the Jets. They ruined that kid. They ruined that kid from where they drafted him and pairing him with Rob Sala, a defensive-minded rookie head coach, and LaFleur, a first-time offensive coordinator rookie in that spot and not having a veteran quarterback here for him to learn from and thinking, yeah, here you go, kid. You got it. Knock yourself out. I think that he's going to end up somewhere as a backup and get to learn and grow, and we'll see him again. We'll see him in preseason. Uh, We'll see Zach Wilson again. The kid is athletic, and the kid lost his moxie. He lost his mojo. He lost his swag. He lost his confidence. And you cannot play sports without confidence, especially quarterback. You cannot go out there and be a leader of men going up against 11 men on defense without confidence. So I'm rooting for that young man, and, To see that Woody Johnson was out there at the NFL Honors and uh, he ripped Zach Wilson, right? Woody Johnson expressed frustration with the team's offense and quarterback Zach Wilson, emphasizing the need to deploy talent properly. Uh, Woody Johnson came out there to say we didn't have a backup quarterback this year. Well, whose fault is that, Woody? It's your club. 
You were too busy getting an iced out woody chain, right? You were too busy uh, worried about other things when you should have been worried about the 40-year-old quarterback that you did everything to get. It's the NFL. Guys get hurt. They get tackled. This was the year of the backup and backup quarterback. Not only did you not have a backup quarterback, you didn't have a, a backup backup. You didn't have a third string quarterback. That's on you. That's on your GM, your assistant GM. But they just want to rip Zach Wilson. I am rooting for that young man because we all have torn him down. And, yeah, he sucked. There was definitely times where I watched him play quarterback, and I'm like, this kid quits on plays too early. He stones the ball. That's what I would always say about it. Like, he's spiking the ball into the ground, ending the play for no gain. Run or extend the play. This is the NFL where MVPs like Lamar Jackson, they got to make plays. The GOAT quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes, they make plays, rolling to the left, throwing backwards to Travis Kelsey. There were too many times that Zach Wilson just quit on plays, but I understand. It's because they quit on him and they didn't have enough around him for the three years that he was asked to come from Utah, from BYU, to New York City, which is one of the hardest places to do anything. At 24 years old, I'm rooting for this kid. He'll be 25 going into next season. I hope he can go closer to home out west and get with an actual head coach, an actual offensive coordinator, maybe an actual owner, because Woody Johnson is lost. If you're getting on the mic to rip a player, if you're getting on the mic to rip a 24-year-old kid, Woody Johnson, like, there's something wrong with you, bro. Like, I just thought that was super weak and that we're hearing this come out from Woody Johnson. Like, do better. Do better. Take some accountability. That's how I feel about Jerry Jones, too. Jerry Jones, uh, well, I, I said we'll go as far as Dak Prescott will take us, and that's as far as we went. You didn't have a middle linebacker. You didn't have a, a run game. Your, your team was beat up. Your, your team was flawed. Your, your defensive coordinator was thinking about where he was going to go coach next. You got ran out of your own building by the youngest team in playoff history. Have some accountability. These owners crack me up, man. Woody Johnson, like, takes a shot at Zach Wilson. You're a grown man. How old is Woody Johnson? Let's get that before we get back to the phones. Woody Johnson is 76 years old, taking a shot at a 24-year-old kid in his organization that he failed. And also, that he kept running out there. I was just talking to Connor, Connor Green, Connor Gang Green. He's a Jets fan. Uh, Sometimes Connor's gotten the opportunity to talk about the Jets. I know he struggled watching the Jets. And all of us here have talked about the fact that no other team in the NFL runs a bum quarterback out there that many times. Take some accountability for it. It had to be coming down from the top. Rob Sala, the head coach, didn't want to play the kid. But since you used the number two overall pick on him, you just kept running him out there for three years. And it was also your fault that when Aaron Rodgers went down, that's who your backup quarterback was. You didn't get to look at the roster? We all got to look at the roster. I remember saying early on, they're 8-9, and nine, and there's some holes in this roster. Did I know Aaron Rodgers was going to go down in four plays? No. But I'm like, you're one play away from going right back to Zach Wilson. And what did they do? They kept running Zach Wilson out there telling you he gives them the best chance to win. Now at the end of the season, Woody Johnson is at the NFL Honors telling people we didn't have a backup quarterback. That's your fault. 877-337-6666. That's your fault that he got that many starts. It doesn't happen in the NFL. They don't allow it. And I don't care if, if the Steelers can go trade or, or sign Mitchell Trubisky. He struggles. We're going to Mason Rudolph. Uh, 
the Vikings can trade for Josh Dobbs. He has one miracle win game, and then he struggles. You're out. We're going to Nick Mullins. They don't waste their fans' time, and they don't waste the other 52 men on the roster's time. But the Jets did that with Zach Wilson, and now the owner wants to talk about, oh, um, we didn't have a backup quarterback. Yeah, you did. You decided he would be QB2. Take some accountability. You're a grown-ass man, dog. Let's go to Billy out on Long Island. What's up, Billy? You're on the fan. How's it going, Keith? How are you? Good, good. Um, hanging out. Good. I just want to bring up one point, and it's uh, it's related to the Super Bowl, but I kind of think Brad Purdy has gotten some, uh, even though he has some of the most talented weapons in the league, some unfavorable slack towards his name and, if he wasn't a seventh-round pick and instead he was a first-round pick, kind of think that he'd be compared to some of the top quarterbacks in the league comp- instead yeah. of it's it's lazy, of, uh, it's it's easy, it's it's weak, it's tired. Um, I don't know where he finished in MVP voting. I saw Dak Prescott finish second, but he might have been you know third or fourth. I got to go look that up. I watched him play, and if you. If you actually watch the NFC Championship and you're still talking about Brock Purdy as a game manager, then what game did you watch? He made plays with his legs. He rolled out. He hit use check on the sideline. He put the ball up in the air so that that it could be tipped and caught by Ayuk. That is a quarterback making plays. That's not managing the game. That's changing the game. It's just it's just super weak because this kid looks like a 13 year old. It's just super weak because of where he was drafted to say that he's he's not, you know. No, he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's not Josh Allen. But he's in the Super Bowl, and he's got a pretty good record in two years. He might be going to back-to-back Super Bowls if uh, they didn't, you know, if Reddick didn't fold up his arm in the NFC Championship game. There's a reason that the Niners moved on from Trey Lance. There's a reason that they brought in Sam Darnold to compete with him, and Sam Darnold backed him up there's a reason that like this guy is the guy and Debo Samuel endorses him and George Kittle endorses him those guys see him every day in the weight room in the film room on the practice field and in games it's hard to play quarterback especially in the NFL I got a ton of respect for that kid I just think it's weak it's lazy and people just just take the uh, easy way out to oh he's Mr. Irrelevant you're irrelevant you don't you don't know what you're watching 100% and the amount of people, the amount of receivers he hits in stride that allows Debo and CMC to do what they do. He's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo got paid a lot of money. 100%. Thanks for the call, and Billy. You're breaking up. I had to let you go. But, yeah, the Brock Purdy stuff, it's all, you know, it's all jokes around this kid. I hope he does well. Not too well because I want to see Mahomes win and Andy Reid and that dynasty solidified. But, like, you know. It's hard to play. Like This guy is playing for, for one of the top franchises in the NFL. A, a team that just went to their 18th and 19th NFC championship in back-to-back years. He led them there. Like, I don't know. Playing football, like one of the main things about football when I stopped playing football, it hurts. I was happy that I didn't have to take hits anymore. Like just that pain tolerance alone. He's He's not the biggest dude. Like, this guy is barely 6'1", maybe a little bit over 200 pounds. He takes a hit, he gets up. He's a leader of men. And Oh, Brock Purdy's not a top 10 player on his team. To you, those guys wouldn't say that. Those guys needed him when they had to go to Josh Johnson. There's, there's a reason they drafted him. 
They developed him, and there's a reason he's in the Super Bowl, and there's a bunch of guys not. Lamar Jackson's MVP, he's not in the Super Bowl. Josh Allen, all the physical talent and tools, he's not. He hasn't gotten to a Super Bowl. Brock Purdy, in his first two years, could have went to -to back-to-back Super Bowls. He's there now. So say what you want about the kid. I hope he plays well because it's just easy for the pundits and for the people that everybody watches football, but not everybody knows what they're looking at. It's easy for people to be like, this guy sucks. He's not that good. It's Debo Samuel. Debo was hurt this year. He got the ball to Kittle. He got the ball to McCaffrey. Oh, well, it's only because Christian McCaffrey. Bro, you know how much pressure it is just to even know the system, just to even operate in Kyle Shanahan's system. Everybody can't do that. Some of these great quarterbacks that you see wouldn't be able to be great in that offense. It's not that simple. Like, I know some of you guys play Madden and think you could play quarterback. Nah, there's so many layers to be able to go out there and do what he does. Josh is up in the Bronx on the fan. What's up, Josh? Hey, Keith, thanks for taking my call. Listen, I called you last night about Dennis Smith Jr. I, You know, I understand your frustration. I just came back on to say, you know, I take that back and everything. I know, like you were talking no, you about. You, if you like his style of play and you think he's a better player than he is, like, that's okay. What I was saying was, like, when you were like, don't trade him, they almost traded him today. Woj put that tweet out, and right. Dennis Smith Jr.'s name was in it. I am just looking at Dennis Smith Jr. It's like, yo, they're playing this guy over Cam Thomas. He, yeah. he When I watch him offensively, he's lacking. He does not have the offensive game. That's why he he's bounced around the league. I think he was even out of the league for a little bit. He was thinking about going to the NFL because it, it just it, he's, he's not an NBA caliber scorer. Yeah. Keith, you just said something. While I was listening to all, all your, you know, taking all your other calls and everything, you said, you know, stay down until you come up and everything. Yes, sir. Which is, you know, like, you know, if you're low, like Sean Marks, you know, he's going to have his press conference right around the All-Star break, right? He just had a press conference tonight. Yeah, okay, I missed that. But, you know, Brooke, you know, being in that, you know, I'm a I'm a New York fan. I love all the New York teams because you know this is where the action is. You know, yeah. And most New Yorkers hate the Nets. Most most yeah. New Yorkers don't embrace but, the Brooklyn but Nets. It's like <laughs> it's like you know, like I was telling Connor Green when he was screaming my call. I said, you know, all these all these teams they have a chance and everything. I'm, you just got to do the right thing, man. When you're ready to come up, you know, just make the right moves. And it's just like you were saying last night, man. Do the right thing, you know. The Knicks. Go out. Right. The Knicks did it. Right. The Knicks did it. Thanks for the call, Josh. The, the Knicks have done that. All the years of feeling like, man, they can't get out of their own way. Nobody wants to come here. I hate this team. I hate this front office. Man, get Phil Jackson the hell up out of here. Like, now... Quietly, too. And I actually like this about them, right? Because a couple years back, we were demanding that they show themselves, right? Because Sean Marks is always available. And Brian Cashman's always talking to the media. And we're like, how come Leon Rose doesn't talk to anybody? And when he does, I think he had like a, a pre recorded, edited Alan Hahn interview on MSG. They're not with all that media cameras talking to the beat reporters. They're not even peacocking right now. People are singing their praises with what they've done with this Knicks team. Knicks fans prayed for a team 
like this. And they orchestrated this. This is their plan coming to life. They're not looking to jump in front of the mics and cameras right now. They're looking to win. They're looking to get to an Eastern Conference Finals. They're looking to go on a run to the NBA Finals. They're looking to actually bring a championship back to New York. And I don't hate it. I'm not mad at it. I was saying to someone today, uh, I think it was Everything Knicks on Twitter. Yes, I'm a Nets fan. I've absolutely trolled Knicks fans. You know why? Because being little brother, the little pop that we had the last couple years with KD, Kyrie, superstars, being able to beat the Knicks seven times, eight times in a row, whatever it was. Yeah, you stand on that. You celebrate that. Because they didn't actually win anything in the playoffs, but owning the Knicks, feeling like you took the city over, feeling like you run New York after the Knicks fan tells you you have no fans and that the Brooklyn Nets are fraudulent. Well, now the tables have turned. There's nothing to be proud about. There's nothing to stand on as a Nets fan. But I'm not the Nets fan that's hating on the Knicks. And there are some Nets fans hating on the Knicks. Oh, they're gonna, they're not gonna be healthy. Oh, they're gonna fall flat on their face. Oh, I, just you wait. I can't wait till they get bounced in the second round. I'm not on that. I'm not on that. Stay down till you come up. We had our little run, and the universe was not ready for the big three of Katie, Kyrie, and James Harden. Two of them got hurt, and, and Katie stepped on the line. But if the Knicks get healthy and stay healthy and make a run, I'm a New Yorker. I'm on the fan in New York. I want to see somebody make a run to a championship and win it and bring a parade back here. I'm not hating on anybody. Like, I don't have that hate in my blood like that. Get it done. 877-337-6666. Call me up. We'll be right back. Almost Friday. I'm off tomorrow. No football Friday for me. Keep McPherson on the fan. Call me up, man. We're talking sports. We talked a little bit about the Knicks and the Nets, and I mixed in some Woody Johnson and the Jets and NFL honors, MVP, comeback player of the year, defensive player of the year, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. Now let's talk a little bit about the HOF, the Hall of Fame. Not the Baseball Hall of Fame. That one's super corny. The Pro Football Hall of Fame. Eli Manning is eligible next year. We're getting old. Next year we could see Eli Manning and CeCe Sabathia going to the Hall of Fame. Damn. Damn. You know, Father Time is undefeated, man. I mean, I remember. (laughs) So the Pro Football Hall of Fame, class of 2024, They finally did right by Devin Hester, the greatest returner ever. Dwight Freeney, Andre Johnson, Randy Gratishar, Steve McMichael, Julius Peppers, Patrick Willis. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good group. Good group. It's kind of crazy when you think about, like, I just, I, I know I'm washed, bro. Like, I, I watched these guys' entire careers. Like, Dwight Freeney came out of Syracuse. Devin Hester came out of the U, Miami. Andre Johnson came out of Miami. Julius Peppers came out of UNC. That's nuts. Like, it's wild to think that, like, I was a kid 
watching these guys play college football, watch them get drafted, watch their whole NFL careers. Five years go by. I'm still watching football, still talking football, and about to watch these guys go in the Hall of Fame. And, like, I have a son now. He doesn't know anything about that stuff. And he'll watch somebody in, let's say, 10 years when if he's even into sports or football. I really don't care if he's into it or not. I just think it's going to be near impossible. Can't kick around me. <laughs> it's going to, be, going to be kind of tough to live in my household and not watch football, not be into football and basketball and baseball. And now we watch hockey too. So, But, yeah, 10 years from now, my son will watch somebody – in college that he likes, dad, 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 watch this quarterback. He's sick. He can make every throw. He runs. Like, this guy's got six touchdowns in the game. And then you'll watch that guy go on to the NFL, have a whole career, retire, and go to Hall of Fame. And I'll be about to be a senior citizen. Sucks. Sucks, man. You know, another thing I was thinking the other day, like these human bodies, they're frail. <laughs> Joe is in Passaic, New Jersey. Joe, you're on the fan. How are you, Keith? I'm good. Hanging out. I had a question. Do you think that the Raptors make it to the finals in the next five years? No. No. No? I think they're... that their one chip that they got with Kawhi and Spicy P and Kyle Lowry and, and Fred and uh, that group, that's about it. OG. You don't think it was Scotty Burns? No. Nah. Nah, and I like that they've made a lot of moves and they, you know, on paper they got a potential great. They signed Ovianek. Yeah, but it's, it's so hard to do. You just said five years? Like, I don't know. The next couple of years. To win the finals? I think there'll be a to playoff get, team. To get there. I would, I would, if it's if it's a, a, a bet of yes or no, I would, I would bet no. With the if if I have to bet the Raptors getting to the finals in the next five years versus no, it's a no for me. It just the NBA doesn't work like that, you know. Yeah, and you think it was smart that they got rid of Schroeder and they dropped. Of course, of course, Dennis Schroeder is just like he's he's whatever, bro. Like I said, what a fall from grace. I think the the Lakers offered him like seventy four million. And and he didn't sign it at the, like yeah, yeah. eighty four million. I'm pulling it up right now. In 2021, Dennis Schroeder pokes fun at his decision to pass on eighty four million dollar contract from the Lakers. Idiot. You know how much is he getting paid by the Nets? I mean, let's see what his contract is right now. It doesn't matter. You have to play for the Brooklyn Nets. You could be yeah. you could be in L A. You could be there right now for Kobe night. What a joke! But I mean. I don't know who advised him. He he clearly doesn't have the right people around him. He's he's on a oh that's right he's on a little two year deal two year twenty five million dollar deal, and now he's with the Nets. Yep. All right. Thank you so much for taking my call. Thanks for the call, Joe. You know they say you you know you should never turn down your first fortune, and that's going to be different for all of us. You know the most money you ever see offered to you, the biggest check you ever get, or the biggest contract you ever get offered, never turn down your first fortune. Never just think that, like, it's going to come back. Like, that was his opportunity. And with a franchise like the Lakers and L.A., I love L.A. My sister lives out in L.A. I need to get back. I need to get back. But, like, I'm high-key not trying to go with my wife and my kid. Mario out in Long Beach, back on the fan. What's going on, Keith? Good show. 
Thanks, thanks. You know, hanging out. My last show of the week. My last show of the week. Good job, and uh, I love the way you broke down the Knicks when you started out your show. And uh, like you say many times, what I really appreciate about you is even though you're a fan of the Nets, you're not a hater of the Knicks, you know, and you're very objective in the way you look at things. And you might as well you say to yourself, I believe, tell me if I'm right or wrong. Well, if the Brooklyn is going to win, I'd rather, I don't mind if the Knicks win because I want a winner in New York. I mean, that's basically a I want a winner in New York. I'm a sports fan, and this city specifically has just been lacking. We've been taking L's. We've been getting embarrassed, and it ain't right. It doesn't fit. The way that we work, it doesn't fit the way that we hustle, the way that we exist in the greatest city in the world. So I don't care if it's the Rangers. I don't care if it's the Knicks. I don't care who it is. The, the Mets, like, win. I want to see it. I, wa- I, I want to be here for the next parade. Exactly, exactly. And you know what I really liked about this, Nick? Actually, the Knicks lost tonight, and I and I enjoyed it more than a win. Right. I'll tell you why. They had nobody. They were they four of their starting five was out there, three best players in all of their centers, and they're fighting till the end, Keith. I'm I mean, watching that amazing. game, and I, the Nets game in the second half. I'm not watching the Nets game because they end up getting run out of their own building. But I'm watching the Nick game. And they are not letting the lead keep ballooning. They keep shooting their way back in. They're hustling. They're fighting. They're, they're scrapping and they're playing. And that's why I'm like, man, they got heart. Even without their like majority of their team down the two guys on the bench, they're fighting. They're playing. And, and they're giving the Knicks fans in the garden something worth watching. Yeah, you gotta you gotta give Thibodeau the the, the credit right. On and that, that yes, the credit goes to the coach for having these guys prepared and ready to play. And, um, you know, whatever they want to say about him playing guys, a lot of minutes, his whatever, it's working. It might not be the traditional NBA now with all this load managing and guys thinking, oh, yeah, the lead is safe. We can come out of the games. He's getting the most out of Precious Achua, Josh Hart. Isaiah Hartenstein only played 15 minutes. He had the left Achilles had to come out. Dante DiVincenzo played 43 minutes. Deuce McBride played 45 minutes. You're getting Charlie Brown Jr. and Taj Gibson to play 22 minutes and you're actually hanging with the Dallas Mavericks, who have two of the best players in the NBA, and Luka and Kyrie, and the fans are just enjoying the fact that, hey, it's close, it's competitive. Maybe, you know, we come back. Obviously, you know, one thing I don't buy, I'll listen to your answer, and then I'll hang up. Thank you for taking my call. Um, the, you know, the way the way that they play, you know, when I hear people say, oh, the, he's not a good defensive player. These are all athletes. They just don't want to play defense. It's <laughs> yeah, not that you're not a good defensive player. Some of them catch their breath on defense. You know why they don't want to do it, Keith? You know the answer as well as I do, because they're not getting paid like that. If they put right, all their right. energy on defense, then their numbers aren't there, and when it comes time for a salary, they're not thinking about the better of the team. Yeah. They're thinking about their own pocket a so, lot of times. Yeah. That's what I think. Some you of the agree? guys, it's money. Some of the guys, it's like I'm not trying to be on the next highlight and get cooked. And like I said, some of the guys, they're taking plays off. They're catching their breath so that when they get on offense, they can, you know, cook up and, and do their thing on offense. You know, I heard Shaq talking, and then I'll let you go. And he was saying the same thing. I didn't like to play defense, but the last three minutes of the game, I played defense. You better if you're trying <laughs> you to win. Know? Thank you for taking my call. Have a good evening. Thanks for the call. 877-337-6666. I got two hours left. I will reset, bring in some more topics of discussion, obviously recap what we've already talked about. It's a new day. We're heading to Friday, February 9th. In the next few minutes, I've got no calls. Call up and join the show right now. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.